with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's a little bit of a distraction going on in the room as we do the uh, post-show, pre-show podcast thing. There's something going on in Global on the television. I don't know what's going on there. Matt, describe yeah, you it do. for us. There's a hot lady in her bra. Yeah. And we're, uh, <laughs> we're watching. I don't know. Um, usually we we, sh- we record this, just so you know, during 100 Huntley Street, and you don't normally see these kind of things. That's all I'm saying. No. So I'm going to have to turn the TV off so we can concentrate. <laughs> I'm going to need some Huntley Street after on. this one. Oh, I know. baby. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I, I'm a red blooded man. Uh, yeah, I'm flesh and blood. I mean that in the nicest sort of way, but today he's been like mumbling. Yesterday he was mumbling. He was asking Jack <laughs> where the closest Edo Japan was. And today he's going, where's the closest Taco Time? And that makes sense because it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. I get that, right? Oh, okay. That's and forget why. Taco Bell. Taco Time, which is uh, uniquely right. Canadian, makes the best stuff for Taco Tuesdays. You get the meat and cheese burritos mm-hmm. and their Diablo hot sauce. Not that hot. Being named Diablo, you think it would be hot, but you it's think, not. Yeah. Delicious, and their uh, tater tots, a.k.a. the, what do they call them, the southern fries? I, I I can't even remember the last time I went to Taco Time or Taco that Bell. That doesn't chalk me in the sleeve. <laughs> All I can say is so much for Taco Bell ever uh, sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> no, hey, yeah, T-Bell. We, yeah, we just called out the entire menu of their competitor. <laughs> the Big Gordita Crunch is a fast food staple. Yeah, you seem to know your, you, you sure know your Mexican food, Matt. It's pretty See. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impe- impressive. Hey, on the uh, a Tuesday show, yeah, it was Tuesday. We talked uh, about bees and bee stings. Mm-hmm. And, Jack, and we remember, I remember we, we took Jack out to a, a bee factory. What do they call this place? A bee, bee factory. Farm. <laughs> bee farm. Honey place. A honey factory. A bee factory of honey place. And, and, we got, and we got her in the bee factory outfit and she cried. It was like, yeah. it was like terrible. It was I, so scary. It was scary. But she was learning and crying at the same time. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That's exactly what it was like. Matt went to a concert last night, so he was a little sleepy today. What yeah. was the concert again? Uh, bon Iver. Sure. How how were they? Bon Iver. It's, well, and you it's, said it was interesting? It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you can you can hear the passion in his music, if you've heard of him. His name's, guy's name's Justin Vernon. Why'd you overpay for your tickets? What happened? Like, you bought them off StubHub or what? No. Uh, I mean, being... <laughs> Uh, a member of a radio station has its perks. We get lots of uh, people from record labels around. Right. And I asked uh, one of the guys from one of the record labels if you knew anybody at the venue they were playing because yeah. the, they had extra tickets. You were trying to get free tickets, let's face it. <laughs> no, I would pay. I said, I'll pay, no problem. And he said, yeah, I'll give you, I'll, I'll get you tickets. Okay. But I paid like three yeah. times face value. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on? So and did put- you see any empty seats in the theater? No, it was sold okay. out for sure. Well, that's good. Was it the Jube? Yeah, yep. Okay, got it. All right. No, we didn't talk about that on the air. So these are the kind of things we like to talk about, the stuff yeah. that we don't talk about on the air. I was at a birthday party last night, and I, I kind of noticed this was something that I noticed that um, most of the people there look like they've been on like a one-month Mexican vacation. Everybody was so tanned, including me. Like this month of May, everybody is so tanned, and I know tanning is not good for your skin, but it doesn't seem to matter. We all got our like our summer tans on. Guys, Sweet, just in time. Yeah, you don't have a tan. You no. don't tan. My daughter and I wear 60 sunscreen, and we're outside for 15 minutes max before we're bored. Sweet melanoma. Yeah. <laughs> Slop on some sunscreen. I know. You I'm... can still get tanned with sunscreen on. True. Yeah, but I'm But saying. that's not the case here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sunscreen? What is this you talk about? Let's Farmer's do this. Farmer's lifestyle. Let's do this. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Good morning. Mainly cloudy and windy today, a high of 17 degrees. RCMP have arrested a man in the gas and dash death of an Alberta gas station owner. 54-year-old Kiyan Zhou was struck and killed outside of his fast gas station in Thorsby last October. 27-year-old Mitchell Robert Sidlowski of Spruce Grove now faces several charges. And June 9th, um, they're going to have a, a big fundraiser and kind of a thing the whole community is going to get behind that fast gas and that poor family. They're doing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of things. There's going to be a barbecue and stuff going on. We'll talk more about that as it gets closer. So, Mm -hmm. Well, I always thought people were lying when they used to talk about caterpillars taking over their trees and their decks. I know, Chris, you've told stories of how the caterpillars were so bad that it looked like the road was moving. It was the 1980s, honestly. (laughs) There'd be so many caterpillars on the road, they would make the road look like it was like moving. They would just, they'd absolutely, I remember the cabin at Pigeon Lake, they absolutely just filled the whole cabin, like the the entire cabin was caterpillars. It was ridiculous. Is this a classic sheets... Uh, over chair? No. No, apparently you. this is happening it again. It is a big problem north yeah. of Edmonton. There's videos of homes, decks, and trees covered in tent caterpillars. Now, apparently they're harmless and they do go through these cycles every 10 to 15 years, but it's crazy. If you have been affected by these caterpillars, the best way to get rid of them is to use a rake, a hose, or a pressure washer. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, we, used cro- we used croquet. Remember those croquet things? Like you did the croquet whatever, I don't know, they were like mallets? sticks. Yeah, we used croquet <laughs> mallets. <laughs> Not very effective. Wow. We were like seven, right? We were just What whack. about gasoline and a mat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They don't recommend that, no. no. Especially not with fire bands on. Oh, yeah. Uh, the pregame show in Vegas for last night's Golden Knights and Capitals game was crazy. The Golden Knights army has vanquished the kings. Feasted on sharks. And grounded the jets. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I, I think if they did that here at Edmonton, you'd probably they'd probably get laughed off the ice. But in Vegas, it just seems <laughs> it to worked. work and fit. It was very Game of Thrones. So silly, like a video game. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I mean, just you watch it and you go, hey, "It's Vegas. It works." And it did work. The Vegas Golden Knights are now just three wins away from the Stanley Cup after <laughs> a wild six to four win against Washington last night. And it is the video that's on everyone's Facebook timeline: a 22-year-old migrant from Mali who scaled an apartment building in. Paris to save a four-year-old boy dangling from a fifth floor balcony. Well, that man is Mamandou Gassama, and the president of France has awarded him a medal and citizenship. Apparently, he was on a wait list. It is now being fast-tracked, and because he wanted to be a firefighter, the fire department in Paris is going to offer him a job. It's a great story. Dude doesn't need ladders. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. When you see that video, yeah, you, like, I mean, like, he's just, like you say, modern-day Spider-Man, just climbing yeah. climbing up there and getting that kid. He's a hero. But he's a unit, too. You see him? He's just built like a, yeah. cut like a diamond. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I may have is. wanted to climb up there and get that kid. <laughs> but, but, but no chance. No, but then somebody would have had to come and save me. Like, it would have been, been ugly. Now there's a child and a man dangling from a balcony. <laughs> oh, oh, I wouldn't dangle long. It would be just like down I'd go. All right. Oh. And that, uh, speaking of that story, we're looking for your heroic stories. What is the most heroic thing you have ever witnessed or seen in your life? Like somebody else just unselfishly doing something. They, you know, like they say, some people run away from times of trouble. Others run in and help. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking for your stories this morning. Yes. I give up my seat on the <laughs> LRT all the time for women. Do you, you know what? That is actually pretty rare these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are a hero. I'm a hero, a modern day hero. Hmm. That's nice. It shocks me actually. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll surprise you. <laughs> Every once in a while. What about you? What is the most heroic thing you've ever done or you've ever seen somebody do? Text us at 103939 or give us a call at 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Crazy hero story from France, uh, an amazing man. Again, what do you do? Uh, when, you, when you talk to a lot of people after the affair, you know, after the fact, and they've done something heroic, uh, they always just say, "Hey, you know what? I just did what I needed to do." You know, I'm not a hero. I just kind of yeah, did. Yeah, anyone what I, would I, do that. Yeah, but not anybody would Mm-mm. do a lot of these things, right? It's like, like the mom lifts the Volkswagen off her kid. Yeah, yeah. Just, I got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good example. So anyway, we're looking for your stories like that. Somebody just texted us at one zero three nine three nine and basically said, uh, "Firefighters will tell you, don't be heroic, be safe." I mean, sometimes uh, there's a balancing act there. You got to, you know, you got to know what you got to do. But uh, I mean, all of a sudden something happens, a split second thing happens, and and you just got to kind of take care of it. Um, Jack, you've never really you, you were trying to think of something. We wondered if you witnessed it um, in your life, and uh, you know, fortunately, that means that you haven't had seen anything. Like like crazy traumatic, I guess, right? You yeah, know? it's true. I mean, I would consider the person that gave me my epidural at Great Aunt's Hospital a hero. <laughs> 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 but, but that would be about it. <laughs> Soon after, you're my hero. That man is a hero. Let me they tell were doing you. that for everybody else in the hospital, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Everyone else considered him a hero as well. <laughs> Standing ovation as they left. And that's a good point. We go to the stallery and, of course, you see whether yes. it's the children or whether it's the parents or whether it's uh, the doctors and the nurses and everybody else that's involved. Uh, we always say those are the real heroes. It's not the hockey players. You no. Know? I mean, they're... Not you know, usually. Well, hey, you can be a hero everywhere, too. Yeah, yeah. Our friends of the hospital are special, of yeah, course. Yeah. But hey, that person working the drive through yeah. be a hero. Yeah. Treat people with respect and care and a smile. Yeah. That's a hero right there. There you go. Mm, Matt that's nice, got, Matt. Matt must have got something good at the drive through this morning. <laughs> Did you get a free cheeseburger? Well, I'm sort of don't. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We were talking at 6 o'clock about the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the uh, Washington Capitals and, and uh, all of the uh, fun around that hockey game last night and the very beginning. And they had the Michael Buffer, uh, who's the guy that goes, let's get ready to rumble. And, oh, yeah. And uh, we, we, Start li- Jock jams, most people know him for. Yeah, we, yes. we weren't watching the game. We were listening to it as we were driving out to Thorsby on 630 Chad. And as soon as I heard it, I started to get the shivers and the shakes as soon as he said that. And Karen's like, why are you doing that? Well, here's the deal with Michael Buffer. Uh, he earns about $5 million every time he utters those five famous words, let's get ready to rumble. Is that true? Because I've heard that million before. $5 million? $5 million seems ridiculous. Okay, here's the deal. Maybe it's not $5 million. I personally know exactly what it costs when something oh. like that happens. Ooh, Why? Do, do, do tell. Well, let's just say there might have been a radio announcer maybe 20 years ago that just for fun was working an overnight show. And might have played that clip. Let's get ready to rumble. An overnight and so you got caught? And all of a sudden, Michael Buffer's lawyers were talking to the lawyers of our radio station. And I no. think it ended up costing, I think we ended up settling for ten grand. Um, and we had actually cost us $10,000 we had to pay to him because of, let's get ready to rumble. I, I let's mean, get ready to have a hockey game. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, That's re- crazy. it really did happen here. And uh, how, you go, well, how on earth would have they ever known the Kissing right. Country played it? Like, especially 20 years ago, you couldn't listen to us online or anything like that. But there's a, there was some kind of a tone or something that, that was laid down, embedded in, in that phrase. And as soon as it happened, I, I envisioned this, like this big red light going off somewhere in Los Los in Angeles. a giant mansion. Exactly. And 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 we literally had to pay like 10,000 bucks. So there the you money go. Line. That's 
crazy. Yeah, they say the guy's got like 500 million bucks, and it's all because of those five words, let's get ready to rumble. Arguably, arguably more famous is his brother now. Yeah. Why? He does the UFC. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's what a family. And what does he say? Uh, uh, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just cost us 12 oh, grand. No. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So my daughter's boyfriend, uh, they were t- talking a couple of days ago about the fact that he's never been bit by a bee. and uh, Stung. Or stung, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Bit, stung. They're, they're no, lost wa- bite. Bees sting. <laughs> okay. This is very important. She's stung. never been bit or, or he's never been bit or stung. And my daughter's like, this is going to be the summer. You're going to get a bee experience. So ah. She's like, I'm going to make this happen because this is ridiculous. You haven't. He, neither him or his brothers have never been. Now, Matt, you have been bit but not stung, right? Yes, I've been bit by a wasp, not stung by a bee, though. What about you, Jack? Never. Never. And I'm, so t- like, Jack, I'm you terrified. Have a, you're terrified of bees. Yeah, and as soon as I see one, I just freeze. I just stay still. That's crazy. Like I've been bit and stung so many times. When we were kids, oh. we, we stuck our noses everywhere. If we weren't stepping on nails, we were getting bit by bees. I mean, it was just it constantly happening. Terrifying. But then about a year ago, remember when I got bit or stung or whatever it was in the hand and my hand swelled mm-hmm. up and I had to get on pills because I was like something was going on. Anyway, this morning, we'd love to talk to the people that actually have been bit or stung many, many times. Like we're looking for <laughs> Edmonton's most bit. Per- I, I'm guessing they work at a bottle depot. Yes. That, yeah. There's urban beekeepers around here. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, yeah, you're, you're but they're smart, right? They know what they're doing. I, they probably don't get anyway. And maybe they don't even notice it after a while. They're like, oops, another paper cut. All right. <laughs> you <laughs> get immune to the venom. Fun fact. Bee sting stories. Really? All right. Do you know somebody that's been bit a lot? Have you been bit a lot? Or maybe you're somebody that's never been. How have you never been bit either? That's crazy. Have because been... I like run away or I just stay still and freeze in terror. Have you been bit somewhere we shouldn't be bit? Bad, yeah. Yeah, that place. Exactly. All right. Hoping for swelling. Text us at 10939 <laughs> and give us a call. 780-421-1039. Tell us your bee bite stories this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, this is Morgan, right? We're talking about bees this morning uh, because my uh, daughter's uh, my daughter's boyfriend has never been stung, and she's like, you've got to get stung this summer. And he's like, <laughs> no, right I, don't, passage. I don't want to get stung. But anyway, Morgan, you got a bee story for us. Yeah, when I was four, I got stung on my hand about five times, and I had a crazy allergic reaction. I swelled up, my throat started closing, my tongue was just ginormous, and my mom had to rush me to the hospital, and they had to give me a shot of the EpiPen. Yes. Oh, yeah. The good stuff. I carried, yeah, I carried the EpiPen until I was about 12, and then... I thought I was too cool for it. So luckily I haven't been stopped since. But I cross my fingers every day because I still don't know if I'm allergic or if it was just a reaction since I was right. only four years old. Do you have the pen now? Do you carry it with you now? No. Okay. So you must be one of those people that see a bee and then just shriek in terror and run away. Yep, pretty much. If I have a hat nearby, I'm waving the hat around. Like oh, yeah, it's always good to swat at him. <laughs> yeah. Make him yeah. angry. No. That's what it says in the book. <laughs> all right, Morgan. Well, good luck. Have a bee-free day, all right? All right, thanks, Thank guys. you. Uh, Kiss and Country, Jordan, what's your story? Okay, so Urban Beekeeping 101. Bees sting and they die. Wasps yes. sting repeatedly and don't die and will bite you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So... 
bees will not try to sting you because they die. Yeah, so they know that. They know they've only got that's one shot at this, right? Yeah, and so normally when somebody gets stung or bit, it's from a wasp. Right. Not a bee. Yeah, yeah, And typically. bumblebees don't sting. Bumblebees can't sting. They don't have a stinger. I uh, am a hobbyist beekeeper, have a couple hives. Yeah. And I've been stung by both bees and wasps a lot. Yes. How, yes. Like, what's your best like one sitting sting session? <laughs> I I stepped in a wasp nest that was in the ground and I got stung about fifty four times. Oh my day. gosh! Oh, Holy man. cow! Did you swell up? Did you look like uh, Jiminy Glick? It's yeah, I did swell up a little bit, and I was wearing shorts, so it was uh, there was like no pant leg, nothing. It was just nothing but sting. Wow! Did they bite your bird? Hey? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Don't rock the jukebox, especially if it's got a bee nest under it. Uh, uh, we're talking bees this morning. Holy cow, you got crazy stories. Yeah, this texter says, I have also been bit in my mouth because the rude little bugger decided that the pepperoni stick I was munching on looked like a nice place to land, and I wasn't looking before I took a bite. Mm. Now, would you eat the wasp or bee as retribution? Like teach after you a lesson? Stung, yeah, after yeah. stung in the mouth? I oh. think I would. I, I don't know. As I don't long, want to find out. As long as it's dead, I guess. Yeah, it depends. Real, real Swallow it whole and it bites your guts? That's what I'm I saying. I think I know why we're also scared of bees, though. Uh, I'm not. It, oh, okay. <laughs> then, <laughs> okay, maybe just me. Uh, My Girl, the movie My Girl. Didn't the little kid, spoiler alert, die? Yeah, be careful. Yes, because of bees. Hmm. That was, how many times you watched that movie? A lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My girl. It's the best movie ever. I didn't see it, and I'm scared of bees, so What's I What's the one with Martin Short where he gets amnesia, but he's super allergic to bees, and they go down the river... This is a super obscure reference. <laughs> Nobody has seen that Nobody's going to know it. Yeah, we all got amnesia. We can't remember. I don't know. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joining us on the phone right now is Delaney, Rizzy, and Evelyn. Is that right, guys? Yeah. All right. We're going to play Don't Blow It for everyone. Your chance to win tickets to Big Valley. Where did, What day did they get to go, Jack? They are going to be going to Saturday if you guys win it. Alabama, Dallas mm-hmm. Smith, Jess Moskaloop. Aaron Goodman, it's going to be a great, great day, and uh, you guys all have a chance to win if you all get your questions right, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, no pressure. Again, they're true or false. We're going to start with Delaney. Jack, question number one. Number one, true or false, Delaney? Big Valley Jamboree is held in Big Valley, Alberta. True. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's in Camrose. Oh, but you sounded very convincing. I thought it was. I knew you had to go on camera. Oh, the very first year was uh, was at a place called Big Valley, Alberta. Actually, that's why they got oh. the name. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Oh, Rizzy and Evelyn, how do you feel? I feel good. Wow. <laughs> Rizzy, staying positive. Atta Rizzy, boy. you know you don't get to play. Right? <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Good effort. All good right. effort. We're going to give you and everybody else another chance to play, and hopefully we get winners on Wednesday. Uh, that's coming up at 6 o'clock. All right. Thanks, thanks. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's seven fifteen, uh, so uh, that's tough. But we'll give you another chance to play and win at, uh, at six o'clock tomorrow morning. But here's some good news. This deserves the horn. <laughs> Breaking news: 
Breaking news, Jack. Yes, the Liberal government plans to spend $4.5 billion to buy the Trans Mountain Pipeline and all of Kinder Morgan Canada's core assets, which means the pipeline will be built no matter what. So this means BC can't stop it. No, correct. They can't stop it, I guess. Once, once Mom and Dad bought it. (laughs) Exactly. Once they buy it. They're going to be pouting, though. Yeah. Oh, they will. Well, there'll be a few of them pouting. I think they they say, like, uh, when they've, they've asked, and surveys, the majority of BC people want this pipeline as well. They understand the importance of it. But this is great news uh, for not just us here in Edmonton, but for the entire country. Damn so you, Trudeau. You I mean, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess we like him today. Anyway, so that certainly is some good news. It's a 716. Coming up in the next few moments, have you ever stalked a celebrity? Like, uh, you know, again, Jack? Does that mean you have? No. <laughs> uh, because with the, uh, the the rumor of uh, the prince and princess coming into to potentially being in Jasper and, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the Fairmont... Um, uh, Jasper Park Lodge. Is, ...is denying that they've booked anything yet. But I they, I don't know. You put two and two together on the side. Of I th- course they would deny it. Exactly. Why would they be like, yep, they're coming here? Well, it's happening. Just look up for paparazzi-shaped bushes. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we're going to ask if you ever actually seen a celebrity and just kind of awkwardly stalked him. All right, coming up in the next few moments. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So for the royal wedding, apparently they got, what was it, $40 million for security, right? Yes, $42 million is how much the entire wedding costs. They'll need like $50 million of security if they bring them to Jasper. And that's just for people like Jack and my daughter. I can't even imagine, like, seriously, because you guys would be just trying to get close. I know it. We just really like hiking near the Jasper Park Lodge. It's beautiful. (laughs) Finally, people won't be taking pictures of elk on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) That'll probably still happen. Uh, We're looking for your stories like that. Have you ever stalked a celebrity? We, We want to hear from you now. Jack, you've actually stalked a celebrity, and that celebrity was? I have. It's actually a whole group. People might not remember this, but there was a show on MTV called Peak Season, and it was so good. It took uh, place in Whistler. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it was awesome. It was oh, like so it was the hill slash Laguna Beach of Canada, and so Bob and I took a vacation to Whistler, and I went to all the restaurants and all the bars. That they on were purpose? At. Uh, for purpose. sure. On purpose. And I didn't see any of them, but I looked. All right. Yeah, because no, well, okay. nobody else would recognize them. Awesome. Right. It's her from peak season. Anybody <laughs> else willing to admit that they actually purposely went somewhere a celebrity was hoping to have an encounter? 780-421-1039. By the way, the ranch where the Oilers are doesn't count. Just oh, so you know. shoot. Oh, maybe it does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it does. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Tell us about your celebrity stalking story this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Carrie Underwood. It's Church Bells kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. She would wish her husband was playing in the Stanley Cup Finals right now, but uh-uh. And now he's officially retired again. Officially retired now. So there for you real, go. For real, And she is also saying that she's not having twins. Sorry, everybody's all excited about her being pregnant and having twins. That's not happening, so. Maybe she's doing the old switcherooski on us. She's doing the denial. Triplets. Oh. I don't know. She was at a winery, and she just posted a photo of herself in a bikini. Yeah. There's, like, not even a buh. Yeah, but she keeps a tight ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's 735. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Coming up in 25 minutes. Yeah, your chance to play the Kiss and Country gas pump payout up to $1,000 instantly. Get ready to text us for your chance to play just like Donna and Marco did yesterday when she picked up $250 in cash. The rumor is, again, with the Harry and uh, Megan now married, they're going to choose the most boring place on the planet, <laughs> according to is the uh, New, York New York Times. Post, New York Post. Six. Like, seriously, if, if Jasper's the most boring place on the planet, like, I don't know, there's, there's some other places I Hit- could. And I got of. some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hinton's not boring. It smells good. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. Smells like farts. It does. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, if and when they do come to Jasper, there will seriously be some people trying to accidentally run into them, and that'll be pretty much impossible because they'll have serious security. But we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. Yes. A texter says, my girlfriend and I are huge Pat Benatar fans. So when she was at River Cree a couple years ago, we brought along all of our records from the 80s. After the concert, we kept walking around the building trying to get close to her bus just to get an autograph for our records. Well, her security didn't really like us. We tried for about an hour, but we finally gave up, brought our records home with no autographs. But we did have some great photos because we rushed the stage during the concert. They just pull nice. together. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> that that didn't happen. Well, wow. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and again, those those artists. It is. It's you don't know. It's same with hockey players, right? Like after the games, people kind of hang out. Kind of. It's more difficult now because they're all parked downstairs in their fancy Lambos and things like that. But uh, in the old days, they would wait outside for the buses to leave or outside the hotel to get autographs. And, well, back in the heyday, you just yeah. have to go to the gas pump and all you always be hanging out there getting banged up. <laughs> yes. yeah. Serving you behind the bar, right? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Also, a well-needed uh, pipeline on the way. Jack's got some exciting details for everybody that uh, thinks that's important coming up in the next few moments. But with uh, the rumors of Harry and Megan possibly coming to Jasper for their uh, for their honeymoon, um, we're talking about uh, stalking because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. but just like friendly stalking. Yeah, exactly. Nothing where the you know police have to get involved. But just if you've ever uh, purposely tried to uh, accidentally run into a celebrity. This texter says, my friend texted me saying that Luke Bryan was at the North and Cabela's before it opened. Well, I got myself ready in less than five minutes and drove there. There was one other girl in the parking lot and we both knew why each other was there. So we <laughs> waited together. Luke came out and he was the sweetest guy and he took pictures with us. His manager wasn't too happy with us, but tried to stop him from saying that and saying that they don't have time. But Luke, being the great person that he is, stopped and said, I get to do this because of them. So I'm going to take a picture with these two ladies. He he gave us a hug and said congrats to me as I was six months pregnant. There you go. I love those stories. And, you know, Luke, and don't get me wrong, Luke wanted to see them, but he probably still had to go on his way. But then he makes his guy look bad. He's like, hey, these are the reason I'm in the business. Let them <laughs> let them do this, even though he pays the guy to keep people like that away from him. You know right. what I'm saying? Somebody pay me to yell at me. Sure, yeah. no problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm glad Luke was now. nice, though. <laughs> one picture, one autograph, not both. Okay. Another text here. When I was 11, Enrique Iglesias <gasps> came to my local mall in Ontario. We were late, so we missed the cutoff to get in line for the show and the autograph session. I cried and cried, and the security guard felt so bad for me that he let me in, and I ended up weaseling my way to the front of the line, and I was the very first person to meet him and get his autograph. Pretty special. Is he still dating Anna Kornikova? I think they're married with a kid. Really? Twins. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, Anna Kornikova. It sounds like something I'd like at a salad bar. I don't know why. But... I'll get a uh, side of Anna Kornikova, please. <laughs> yeah, a little. Thanks for your stories. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Donna Marco won $250 yesterday. She found out she could have won up to $1,000 with a gas pump payout. Uh, but we say good morning to Steve Podkoka. I love that last name. That is a fun last Very name cool. to say. How are you this morning, Steve? Yeah, pretty good. All right, awesome. You? Good. You sound nervous. I don't blame you. 
Uh, it's time to hopefully win some big-time cash up to $1,000 instantly. You've heard the contest. You know how it's played. You were telling us off-air. You drive an, Atl- an Elantra, and you said that uh, it just hurts your pocketbook every time you fill up. In fact, you don't even wait till it's right empty. It makes it feel better, right? You just keep topping it up as you go along? Yeah, right on, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? Why don't we uh, take care of a, a fill or two or three or four or maybe even ten fills or maybe hmm. even more uh, this morning? How does that sound? Sounds pretty good. Okay, you know how the game works. you got to yell stop when you want it to stop. If you stop before your card is declined, it's all good. Of course, if it's declined, well, it's not good. Okay. Let's play the game, and, and, and again, just tell us, uh, tell us when you want to stop. Go ahead. 50 dollars. 66 dollars. 75 dollars. Did I hear, what did you, did you say stop? Stop. Yeah, you said stop. I think I heard a stop there. Didn't you? Hey, we'll call it a stop. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I think I heard it. Did you, did you say stop at two fifty? Stop at two fifty. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought you said. All right, there you go. I swear I heard it. You know what? The, Congratulations! The, you just won two hundred fifty dollars. You pulled a Donna because you won two hundred fifty bucks. Great, wonderful. All right, congratulations. Uh, let's find out how far it was going to go. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you stopped just in time. You pitched yeah, a perfect close. game, Steve. Wonderful. <laughs> well done. Do, do you ever get excited, Steve? <laughs> well, I, I, I more so at a thousand than two fifty, but uh, it's it's all good. It's all good. Congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy your money. We'll play again this afternoon with Greg Reynolds. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so this crazy story happened. This happened uh, a number of years ago. Remember when the person started with a paperclip in Saskatchewan and got a house? Remember oh, it was, yeah, they, they kept, were just trading. Yeah, they kept trading. Global uh, Edmonton was reporting a story about a guy that kind of did the same thing. He started with a paperclip. He traded for a big pen. Uh, he then traded the big pen for an electrocuting pen. So is that the one that gives you a little bit of a shock, like the haha pen? I'm, I'm assuming that's what that pen is. Anyway, that's a good trade. He traded the electrocuting pen for a uh, Sudoku book. Is that how you say Sudoku? Is there Sudoku? You had it right at the first time. Okay. Obviously, you've never played it. No, no. <laughs> They're my, hard. My mother-in-law does. Yeah, they're too hard. I can't even pronounce them. He traded the book for a pitchfork, then traded the pitchfork for a little edging machine, the edging machine for a little chest freezer, the chest freezer for a tablet, the tablet for a snowblower, the snowblower for a quad, and now he has moved on to this like this uh, utility trailer or this basically this the tool trailer for his business. He started with a paperclip and he just kept trading. It's possible. I mean, well, it's happened. Yeah, there was a TED talk with a kid who did this back in the day: yeah. paperclip to a house. Yeah, yeah, that's how we started this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just trading to, in just, <laughs> my mind for mush. Just to reinforce what I said at the very beginning. Yes, 100%. It is possible, Matt. Uh, so we're wondering this morning, what's the greatest... <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear, guys? There is a kid Tell us who about took him. a pig. Tell us about him. <laughs> and he traded. And, and you say he was in the States, was he? I think he was in the I United States. I think it was States, Saskatchewan, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe they're two different stories. Yeah, so maybe. in the house. Yeah. Oh, man. I just don't have that 
that good of negotiating skills. I don't uh, think I could do it. Oh, I, man. I, you of all people I thought would be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. No. You just go full... Well, it takes time too. You gotta, yeah. have, you gotta have a lot of time to do I this kind of that. stuff. Again, my, okay, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> my son has done it a couple of times with different. Whether it was a pickup truck, he started with one pickup truck. He's on about his fifth pickup truck. Sure, now. must be nice. Well, <laughs> I'm in the paperclip area. <laughs> but he started with a forty five hundred dollar pickup truck, and the point, yeah. same the point thing is, must be nice. he kept selling it, for, <laughs> he kept selling it for more, and then buying another one that he buying them at low values and and, and, and you know upgrading. So he was day this, trading cars. It's basically, yeah. He probably needs to have a, what's that called again, a Kerber's license or whatever. But anyway, we're looking for your trader stories this morning. What is the best cool. trade you've ever made? Did you start with a paperclip and get a house like Matt's incredible story? <laughs> I think I traded a bag of snap peas for a wagon wheel once. Yeah. That's good. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Huge deal. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, the story from Edmonton where the guy started with a paperclip and now he's got like this cool tool trailer. He's traded all the way up to get that. So we're looking for your cool trade stories this morning. Lots of texts coming in. My brother-in-law got a hot tub for free from Kijiji and traded it for a quad. If you really put the time and effort into Kijiji, you can mm. make a living. Oh yeah, for sure you could. Mm-hmm. This texter says, when we were kids, my sister and I, when we had small change, I would trade her all the nickels for the dimes. I told her nickels were worth way more because they were bigger. That makes sense. I'm, call, I'm reporting <laughs> to the FCC. That's so smart. Uh-huh. All right. Another text here. Uh, I traded my party life uh, for family life. It's the best five years so far. But is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I can actually say you think it's going to suck, but it doesn't. No. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's actually awesome. It's just different. And your liver thanks you for it. Thank you for yeah. your stories. What's your best trade ever? 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So this time, uh, yesterday, we talked to Auntie Tara, who is uh, Derek England from the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, aunt, who lives out in Thorsby and is a friend of mine. And she uh, talked to us about you know how excited the family is because their nephew is playing in the Stanley Cup Finals. And it's, sure. it's like seriously an unbelievable Cinderella story. And uh, we talked to her yesterday about it. And then last night, he got two assists. He was the third star in the game. And uh, they're three victories away from hoisting the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas, Nevada. Insane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We now have uh, Derek England's mom's number because she's down there. And she said, you may want to call her in the next few days because she'll be, be real excited. Can you well, want the guy to score so many points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. we got two assists talking to his aunt. How many goals will he get <laughs> if we talk to his mom? Anyway, we'll maybe try to give her a call tomorrow. That'd be a lot of fun. Talking about the best trades you ever made with the paperclip story. The paperclip goes all the way up to uh, the uh, trailer. So this past winter, I traded a $500 snowmobile that I got from my uncle's farm up to a $26,000 racing sled. You just kept like just kept buying better ones and better ones and selling them for more money or what? No, I found a guy on Kijiji that his wife wanted him to get rid of the racing sled because it was too fast, so he wanted something to trade for his kids. I figured, oh. hey, it never hurts to ask, and I asked him, and he took the deal. Wow. Now no you're way. sending it every day, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It was a good day. <laughs> no. So it's, it's a five hundred dollar machine for a how long? Twenty six thousand dollar machine. Unbelievable! <laughs> Can we just have a quick minute of silence for that poor guy? Yeah. <laughs> Did he know what he was doing? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's the rec laws and long live the night. You will see that song if you watch a TSN Thursday Night Football this year. That's a mm-hmm. cool thing for them. Uh, yeah, the Eskimos are still doing a training camp this week. And then on Sunday, they're going to have their fan day. I'll be hosting that between noon and four where you can come out. Uh, you can get autographs. You can watch them practice and do all sorts of fun stuff. That'll be happening at Commonwealth Stadium. Hopefully by then, the weather will have turned. And it looks like it's going to get better by then. But we're going to see some rain in the next 24 hours. Uh, and that's probably a good thing. Uh, that's pretty much it for Chris, Jack, and Matt. Be careful around the bees today. Um, crazy stories about all these bees. And uh, yeah, and again, bees are not, well, they're not your enemy. They no, typically, we like bees. We hate wasps. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I know there's probably a purpose for wasps too, but the no, bees, I love the honey. Maybe they kill other bad insects. Do some things like that. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> but since you've never been bit, I, like typically after you get bit, you get scared. Like I, I have a phobia of big dogs because I was bit many okay. times as a young kid. But you just you just have this phobia, but you saw this movie. and Oh, I, do you think jumping off a bridge would be fun or like, no. you know, falling off a cliff? So no, you just know. Are you comparing that to getting bit by a bee? <laughs> Not everybody jumps off a bridge. <laughs> that is what it you, feels I like. I think you need to get bit by a bee because it's nothing like jumping off a bridge. <laughs> Maybe misfortune. How do you know? Should be being being stung by a bee. Oh my goodness! No, no, we are not doing that. Uh, I'll cry. I uh, cry just thinking about it. Uh, Lindsay Ray on your radio next. Thank you for being part of our day. And uh, yeah, don't forget our buddy Greg Reynolds. Hopefully, he has another winner with the Kiss and Country Gas Pump payout at four o'clock this afternoon. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country, 103.9.